The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoopball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Michael Patria, joined by my good buddy Keith Cork here to break down this fantastic 10-game slate for you. It's a wonderful Wednesday. It's April 28th. Keith, my good friend, how are we doing over there? I am doing well, man. It was a beautiful day today. I got out to, to the park and with my, my son, my uh, year-and-a-half-year-old son, and enjoyed some weather. And uh, yeah, I'm feel, feeling pretty good, man. How are you? Not too bad. No park for me. No park for me. <laughs> I uh, I was I was running around a little bit myself. Dropped uh, dropped the girlfriend off off uh, the airport. Just going to Tennessee. Big job interview. So best Good of luck. luck out there, Olivia. Yeah. I know you're listening because you know what what girlfriend wouldn't listen to her boyfriend of nine years uh, fantasy basketball podcast daily fantasy about every single day. Why you know why wouldn't she? I know she's interested. Uh, nonetheless, no, she will never hear this. She'll never, in her, she'll never in her life hear this. That's why I say, I say the really nice things that way it's on air. Uh, and I got, I got the, pr- I listen, I said it, it's, it's there, it's but I can vouch for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell her, call Keith. Yeah. <laughs> you hear you hear you. No, but, uh, she, she's going to crush it. She's going to crush it. And, uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe new, maybe a new home for me pretty soon. That's what it's looking like. If she can nail this, but no pressure. No pressure. I think I think the pressure's on us right now because we got ten games to talk about, man. We got ten games, a lot of action to get to, a lot of injuries to get to too. But before we jump into anything, quick shout out to our presenting sponsor over at my bookie. Guys, check them out. You hear us preach, you hear us talk. My bookie is the number one sports book out there. Maybe you've been playing another sports book. Maybe you just didn't know any better. That's okay. You know, people make mistakes. The least you could do is check them out. Take advantage of that promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. You get a 50% deposit match and up to $1,000 on your initial deposit. So go check them out, guys. Use that deposit match. Get some free money. Play with them. And maybe you don't want to bet some sports that day. Check out their fully-fledged casino platform. Everything from table games to slot machines. Open 24 hours, seven days a week over at mybookie.ag. That promo code is HOOPBALL. All right, Keith. We got a lot of action on our hands. We got 10 games. We'll start off at the top. Orlando Magic traveling to Cleveland. They're taking on the Cavs here. Buckle up. Got a lot of names on here. Feels like a full (laughs) roster for the Cavs. Matthew Delvadova, Isaiah Hartenstein, Larry Nance Jr., Torian Prince, Colin Sexton, Lamar Stevens, Dylan Windler. They're all rolled out for the Magic. Michael Carter-Williams, Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac, Otto Porter Jr., all rolled out. Terrence Ross is doubtful. James Enos is questionable. So it feels like about 15 to 16 guys uh, on an injury report between the two teams. No game total, no spread. Surprised. I don't even think they know if they have enough players to even play in this game, but... Uh, all jokes aside, I'll pass it over to you. Kick us off with the Magic. Yeah, the Magic, uh, you know, I can't really go to Wendell Carter Jr. at 6,600. I don't know if you can, but uh just, just seems too pricey for me, especially when he's going up against Jared Allen here. So uh, I don't have a lot of uh, a whole lot of interest on the Orlando side of the ball. The one guy I would look at a little bit is Jumo Keke 
at uh, 4,900. He just seems like he has a very solid role, and I wouldn't uh, underestimate him as some really quality filler in your lineup. I wouldn't go out of my way to get this guy in. I'm not thinking, expecting huge things, but um, he's probably about $400, $500 cheaper than uh, other guys you'd be looking at for filler. So if you really need that salary saved, uh, that's the guy I'd go with. But other than that, I am uh, not super excited by anybody here. How about you? I know I like the I like the Okeke call. I just think forty nine hundred the price tag just feels about right for a guy that you know this matchup isn't really terrifying for either team, uh, especially with their front court. You know, no Larry Nance. They're they're without Prince. They're they're missing a couple bodies. And clearly, Kevin Love is just thrilled with his uh you know playing for this team as we saw. <laughs> I expect that to just kind of right its ship. He's he's at the end of the day he probably left that game you know a little upset with himself saying he's not that type of dude that should have did that not 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 anything about his teammates i'm sure you know deep down he's saying also like yeah you know these guys stink i don't want to be here but he should we should get normal kevin love at least regular action i i don't know i'm i'm thinking uh, but I also don't mind taking a, a quick stab at like guy like Cole Anthony 6300 going against his backcourt in cleveland that we already saw it's without sexton uh, it's also going to be without Delvadova, who we know is pretty much only good at defense. So that's one guy off the floor that could actually help. So I don't mind taking a stab at him too. Sixty three hundred. He's been playing some significant minutes. Those that would be it though. Just uh, just those two guys. But Cleveland side of the ball. Ooh, dropped my phone. Uh, I'll <laughs> right there. We go. Uh, I'll start off here, I guess. And Garland seventy seven hundred is an expensive price tag for him. I don't want to pay it, but I like it in this matchup. Uh, just like I said, they have no guards. I wouldn't be shocked if Garland plays 40 minutes in this one. So I'll take some stabs at Garland. I'll, I want to play some, uh, some, some Seti Osmond, but at 5K, the price tag's going up. They just don't have many ball handlers, so I expect the ball to be in these two guys' hands pretty much the primary, uh, primarily the, the entire game. I just, I just don't see anybody else that can possibly ball handle for them. So those are the two guys I'll take stabs at. Don't love them. But, uh, you know, they're in play. Yeah. Yeah, I think if uh, if Colin Sexton does miss, I know he's out with the concussion, so I, I'm thinking he probably misses this one. Then, yeah, Darius Garland, definitely definitely in play. Um, there's a, a ton of guys mid-7Ks I'm, I'm interested in, though, and he's probably the most expensive one, so I probably don't land up too too much on him. But, uh, but he's solid, I think, Darius Garland. He's just been a flyer recently. Um, one guy I will add in there is kind of a... a maybe play for GP please would be Dean Wade at 3,500. Uh, you did mention Kevin Love. I don't know um, what the situation exactly is. There is a little bit of uncertainty. So it's a possibility Dean Wade can st- step into a bit of a larger role, uh, especially with all these bodies down. So I don't mind going there if you need a dumpster dive. Um, and then Isaac Okoro at 3,800. If Again, if Sexton's out, I'll look there. He just had his uh, career high and uh, it's again, it's again, it's a, it's a dumpster dive at 3,800 and uh, nothing more. So I'm not expecting huge things from these guys, but uh, if you need the salary, there they are. <laughs> Boom. And yes, uh, Sexton already, he, he got ruled out, I believe. Okay. So he okay. is out. So yeah, all those guys that play good call on the Coro as well. Just if you need the value, he's there. All right. Next game, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Atlanta Hawks traveling to Philadelphia. Take it on the Sixers here. Buckle up. Another injury report here for you. Hawks, Tony Snell, Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, Trey Young, all ruled out. Kevin Herter is doubtful. Brandon Goodwin is questionable. Potentially down some ball handles over there for the Sixers. Mike Scott is questionable. That is it. No, nothing else for the Sixers. Two twenty and a half game total. Sixers favored by eight. I'll pass it over to you, Keith, for this Hawks team that may be down a couple players or two, but it's worth noting 
Chris Dunn looks like he will be back in his second game. What kind of minutes can we expect from him? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't think he's going to get a ton of minutes. Uh, you know, maybe that's just me uh, trying to pull up his game log right now just to see. Um, you know, I got 13 minutes in, on the 26th, which was yesterday. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to get even 25 minutes. I think 20 is probably the tops here we're looking at. So definitely not looking his way. Um, you know, he's kind of a steal specialist. So uh, if you're playing FanDuel, maybe look at him for a GPP, hoping that he play, gets that 25 minutes. But um, I would probably steer clear entirely myself. I, the only guy I'm really looking at uh, on the Hawks very seriously uh, would be Bogdan Bogdanovich at 7,600. A uh, bit of a steep price tag, but I'm willing to go there for sure. Uh, as long as Trey Young's on the sideline, he's just the guy over there in Atlanta. So I uh, don't mind going there. 76ers are kind of a tough matchup, especially if Ben Simmons is playing, which looks like he is. Um, so, you know, not super, super duper high on it, but uh, at the same time, who else is going to really create offense on their team? So uh, I do like some Lou Williams also for GPPs oh. at 4,500. So that doesn't. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was hoping you'd say sweet Lou. I love mm-hmm. Lou Williams in this right here. He's going to be one of my favorite GPP targets at 4,500, yeah. especially if there's no Brandon Goodwin. Uh, fun fact, Lou Williams grew up in Philly. He's a Philly guy. Um, he actually, I believe he had a rap song with Meek Mill. He used to play for the Sixers. If you're not, no, I'm sorry. He didn't grow up in Philly. That's what it was. But he was playing for the Sixers. But he has roots in Philadelphia. Really loves the city. Loves playing there. It's kind of one of those narratives I always keep in the back of my mind. Uh, not in the forefront because not like we're ever like, you know, primarily targeting Lou Williams. But I think it's, uh, you know, a, a big recipe right now. You know, if there's no other point guards, Brand Goodwin gets ruled out. Kevin Huerter's doubtful. It's a lot of point hand uh, ball handlers. We know Huerter usually plays that backup point guard role a lot of the times, too. So you touched on it. We're not probably going to expect much more than maybe 20 minutes tops for Chris Dunn. They're going to need some guys to create offense. They're going to need some facilitators. Bogdanovich will probably do that as well. Uh, nonetheless, we're, we should see a fair amount of Lou Williams, good price tag, and a little narrative involved. So I like all three of those things. I'll be playing some Lou Will. That's probably it for me over there on Atlanta. You know, Bogdanovich at 76, you touched on it. It, it. it comes down to it. You know, who do you like more, him or Garland? And there's a few other guys that we'll get to. When push comes to shove, I don't know where Bogdanovich lands for me. Probably, I think, I, yeah, I think I would rather play Garland over him. And we'll get to a few other guys where I'll try to compare them to as we go on. But on the other side of the ball, look at this Sixers squad. Ben Simmons back at 7,700 in this matchup feels enticing, but could you trust him? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you can go there. I don't, I don't know if I can trust him in a cash lineup. I don't, I don't know if I can go that far, but, uh, GPP lineup, I have a pretty, pretty fair confidence in rolling him out there. I mean, um, you know, the Hawks are, are, just not that great of a defensive team. Uh, they're better than, than people give them credit for, I think. But, um, yeah, I, I can definitely go there. And I, I'd also look at uh, Danny Green at 4,700. Uh, I just love playing Danny Green. And he's just been crushing. He had a you know string of games where he was uh, 30 DK points or more. Uh, and this is another guy, you know, just like Chuma Keke's 4,900, 4,700 is a few, a few hundred less. So if he needs to save some salary and fill out your roster, he's a guy that, that I would definitely look at in this uh, kind of uh, paced-up matchup here for the 76ers. All right. To be honest, I don't I don't like a lot here. I don't not like a lot here. I just don't see myself going too too much here. I uh you know, I think Embiid can absolutely smash this price tag. Don't get me wrong. A few other guys I'd rather spend up on. And then when you look at some, you know, some of these other guys, Ben Simmons, I don't think I'll end up landing on him. We already touched on several guys right around that same price tag. And Tobias Harris just hasn't been able to produce at that price tag for you know, better half of like four or five games now. So 
I'll probably lay off of him as this team starts to get healthy, which they pretty much are. As we saw, only Mike Scott's questionable. We start to see that usage get distributed a little bit more. We've seen big chunks of the season when there's been no Ben Simmons or no Tobias Harris, maybe you know no Joel Embiid, sometimes two out of the three. So they're starting to get healthy. We want to see some of these price tags normalize a little bit more. Ready to move on to the next one? Let's do it, man. 7.30 Eastern Standard Time game. Charlotte Hornets traveling to Boston, taking on the Sixers in this one. For an injury report, we don't have one. So we'll keep it moving right there. How's that? <laughs> that simple. Both teams on the second half of a back-to-back. So we will not have that. But we'll start off with this Hornets team. I believe Devontae Graham left early. If I'm not mistaken, I did not see the injury myself. He, Maybe He returned in that game. He returned? So he should, okay. Yeah, he should be okay. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, actually did, you, did you see what he went down with? Was it like an ankle or anything like that? Uh, I didn't know. I didn't see. I just uh, saw that he, he went out and he came back. That's all I saw. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because that's one big thing I always look for, and especially if you're talking any sport, basketball is, is the one where ankle injuries sometimes, you know, you don't, you know, you play through it with the adrenaline, you come back in. But once the game's done, if you've ever played basketball and sprained your ankle, you probably know this. Uh, you go back into the locker room, you take your shoe off, and right when you take that shoe off, you start to see that thing swell up. Uh, adrenaline cools off, and then it gets hard to walk on, and you're feeling it even more the next day. Ankle injuries always tend to bother you more the next day. So something worth keeping an eye on. But as Keith said, he returned. He may be, He's most likely going to be good to go. Uh, but outside of that, you know, LaMelo Ball, Gordon Hayward, Malik Monk, these guys still remain out. And I assume they'll probably be out again. Uh, Gordon Hayward kind of had an update today. Nowhere near returning as we're hopefully waiting on LaMelo Ball to make his uh, return. But talk about this Hornets team in this matchup. We just saw this game a few days ago, but... Who are you looking at? Um, yeah, on the Hornets side, uh, yeah, exactly. I'm looking at the, their matchup from a, a few days ago. Uh, P.G. Washington, man, he just had a giant game against them. He's been on a heater recently. Um, in the last, let's see, one, two, three, four, five games, he scored 45, uh, 33.75, 8.5 somehow, <laughs> 13 minutes against the, the Bulls, uh, 40.75 and 51.5 DK points. So, um, you know, you're, you're looking at 33, 34 points plus points in, in all those games except for that one outlier in the Bulls game and uh, man uh, he's just been crushing it 6800 is not a bad price tag for that um, and you know you want to attack the Celtics team attack them down low especially if they don't have Robert Williams so uh, I like PG Washington here and that's probably the only guy I'm looking at I really can't uh, find myself going too much to ter- Scary Terry or or uh, Devontae Graham what about you? Yeah no I'm always down for attacking the Celtics in the front court I played PJ Washington in that last matchup Price tag's going up, but as long as this guy's playing center, the upside's there. That's what we want to target, P.J. Washington. If we see any lineups where, you know, Cody Zeller or Bismack Biombo starting at center, Washington's at the four, yeah, we don't need to worry about paying 6800 for him at that point. But as long as he's going to start at the five, I, I have no problem paying upwards of 7K to him. Uh, so, yeah, definitely definitely in play for me in this matchup. If I'm looking at anybody else, might be a guy like Cody Martin, uh, who continues to start, play 30-plus minutes. Uh, had a few games, played well against Boston. Pretty sure he had a pretty good game. Uh, tonight as well. So keep an eye on him as well. Another dumpster dive guy around 4K that you could look at. Small forward eligibility, which I always, you know, I don't know about you, Keith. I hate playing small forwards. I don't know what I do. I either, I'm never in the middle. I either spend up on it or I spend down on it. There's no, there's no mid-tier small forward that I enjoy playing. 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty similar actually. Yeah, you know, I was taking a look, and uh, I think the power forward spot was one that was difficult, but small forward is usually difficult as well. So uh, those two spots are usually the hardest ones for me to fill. Exactly. You just love getting those centers that are power forward eligible, like when they shouldn't be. Just make my life easier because I just want to play four or five centers if I could. All right, we'll slide over to the other side of the ball. For the Celtics, Kemba Walker rested as we record this the night before, so he sat out as well as Tatum. Robert Williams still out, most likely will remain out for this one, but uh, we should be able to expect the likes of, uh, you know, Kemba Walker back, Jason Tatum, somebody that we're going to have to keep an eye on. His wasn't necessarily rest. It's a left ankle impingement. Fancy word to say sprain, I think, or I don't know. Keith, what's an impingement? <laughs> you got me. I can look it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's impinged. That's all we know. And it's probably bothering him a little bit. Intrusion into an area belonging to or affecting someone or something else. That is the literal definition of impingement. So, okay. Oh, wait, here we go. A painful condition caused by rubbing or pressure on a tendon, nerve, etc., by adjacent structures. So that's oh. probably more applicable here. Uh, so, yeah, it's a pretty pretty nebulous term, I think. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, listen, he's, he's it's bothering him. Uh, nonetheless, <laughs> so we'll have to keep an eye on him. I, I expect, you know, the front half of the back-to-back being the reason that he sat and that he should be available. But uh, nonetheless, we should still see Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker, Marcus Smart, uh, and just keep an eye on Jason Tatum. But who are you looking at in this matchup? I I hope Tatum plays. I think this is a great spot. I, I watched the last game, uh, you know, with these guys these teams faced off and uh, was interested in it. And uh, the Celtics really crapped the bed. They crapped the bed tonight also uh, against the Thunder. So I just like this as a smash, you know, bounce back spot. So I'm hoping Tatum plays at 9,600. I'll definitely play him against the Hornets. Um, Got some interest in Brown also. uh, And I have some interest in Kemba Walker. I don't mind spinning up on these guys uh, against a Hornets team in a a spot where I think they're really going to come out firing and trying to uh, prove that they're better than, their last couple of games have, uh, have shown. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll spit up here. What about you? It's it's definitely a good bounce back spot. I, you know, honestly, I don't want to play much of any of these guys. Mm-hmm. I don't mind going to them. Like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that they're terrible plays. It's a great spot for them. I just think that they're all priced a little bit up for a 10 game slate for me. There's a few other guys. I just feel like, you know, for Tatum, you know, I'm really hoping that he gets 50 in this. I think there's a, a fair amount of guys that we've already talked about in that, you know, mid sevens range that have that 50 point upside as well. And, you know, may have that very similar floor as well. So I just think based on the value I have available, I don't see myself going to two too much here. If I was going to play anybody, maybe Walker at 73. But then again, we're touching it on the guards. We've talked about three of them, I think, already around that 7-7 range where it gets tough. Uh, you know, I know I want to spend up on some of these other guys, which we'll get to. And Tatum's not necessarily cheap either. Neither is Brown. And I'm not chasing that Pritchard game, obviously. I, don't, I hope most people don't knowing that you did that with all these bodies out and shot pretty unbelievable, but that's it. You ready to move on to the fourth game? I am ready. All right. Born ready. LA Lakers <laughs> traveling to Washington. Uh, they are taking on the wizards for the Lakers. Jared Dudley and LeBron James ruled out. We have Alex Caruso questionable while Contavious Caldwell Pope, Anthony Davis, Marcus Saul, Dennis Schroeder, are all probable for the Wizards. Denny Abdija, Thomas Bryant, ruled out. Robin Lopez is probable. Anthony Davis came out today saying he will play back-to-backs. He rested enough, his exact words. 223 and a half game total. Lakers favored by three. I will pass it over to you, Keith, my good friend, for this Lakers squad. 
I have a ton of interest in Anthony Davis, 9,200. They're playing against the pace leaders in the NBA here against the Washington Wizards. Um, you got a paced-up spot. You've got Anthony Davis under 10K. Um, sign me up. I mean, he hasn't exactly knocked it out of the park since he's returned. Um, is he going to get 35 minutes? I, I don't know, maybe just 30 minutes, but I still think he can do a lot of a lot of damage here, especially since the Wizards don't have anybody down low. Uh, they do have Gafford now, uh, which uh, we'll, we'll talk about here in a minute, <laughs> for me at least, um, which, you know, uh, he can maybe do something against Anthony Davis, but, but not really. I mean, come on, Anthony Davis is an elite uh, player in the NBA. Uh, Daniel Gafford is not. So uh, sign me up for 9,200 for, for Anthony Davis. He's pretty much a lock for me. Uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope, I also have some interest in him at 4,800. He's just been on a heater recently. Uh, again, this is just a paced up spot for him. He's going to get a few more shots. He knocks those down, keeps knocking them at the clip he's been knocking them down at. 4,800 is a really fair price. Those are the two guys I'm looking at. Listen, I, I absolutely love me some Anthony Davis at this price tag in this matchup. But there's one question I was going to pose to you. And one thing that I, uh, you know, I wouldn't say I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. But one thing I'm definitely considering is, you know, what his rebounding total will look like now playing alongside of a guy like Andre Drummond. Mm. Uh, you know, I know it's only been three games, limited minutes. He had eight in 31 minutes last time. But then before then, uh, in, the, in the previous 45 minutes, had seven rebounds. So Drummond's going to be that guy that sits in the paint. Anthony Davis never wants to play center. He said that from the start. He only wants to play power forward. That's the whole reason they brought Marcus Gasol and they've been you know, throwing a bunch of other guys out there as well is because he wants to play power forward. He wants to play a little bit further away from the basket if possible. He doesn't want to bang down low. Uh, so I'd I, I still love the price tag. I'm going to play for Anthony Davis. I'm going to play him over Tatum. He's probably one of the primary reasons I won't have any Tatum. Uh, but it's one thing I'm definitely going to monitor and keep an eye on. I don't think you know at this price tag we have to worry about it, but if he starts to get up towards that 10K range, I definitely think it's, it's going to be something I keep an eye on. Outside of him, though, there's not a single other Laker I have any interest in. And on the Washington side, I'll keep it simple here. I'll be playing Westbrook at 11-1, and that is it. I know you said you had some Gafford interest. Mm-hmm. Don't blame me there. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, I've got some Gafford interest just for G- strictly for GPPs, obviously. It's not going to be a cash play. There's the three-headed monster over there in Washington at the center position. But uh, you know, he's capable of the 30, 30 DK point upside. He's at 4,300. Um, maybe maybe he's a little bit too pricey here, so he's not like the sexiest GPP player ever, but I do uh, have some interest. I think they are going to play him here uh, up against Drummond and Davis. So um, got some interest there for GPPs, but that's it. No, not cash for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, listen, I, I can't say a bad thing about Gafford. Last time I did that, he dropped like 35 on my head. So <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I will not do that again. <laughs> and that's interesting what you say about Drummond and uh, and Davis. It's a really good point. Uh, but half of Drummond's uh, sh- uh, rebounds are off his own shots, aren't they? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, probably, you're probably right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Drummond. And listen, I can't hate on Drummond. I'm from Connecticut. Uh, he is a Connecticut native. I've actually got to interview Andre Drummond a few times, uh, being you know from Connecticut and working for a few sports stations around here when I was in college. But uh, really nice dude. Great dude. I um, believe he's from Middle, is Middletown, Connecticut, if I'm not mistaken. Also a UConn guy, though. But that's that's a different story for a different podcast. <laughs> next, next game, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time game. Chicago Bulls traveling to New York, taking on the Knicks. The New York Red Hot. You just call them the Julius Randles at this point. Uh, Troy Brown Jr., Zach Levine ruled out. Alec Burks, Mitchell Robinson are ruled out. No game total. Oh, I lied. 206 and a half game total. Nice and high. 
Uh, Nick's favorite by five points in this one. I'll pass it over to you, man. Why don't you talk about your bullies? My bullies, man. Yeah, uh, good, great game. Uh, the last game against the Heat, man. I watched every second of obviously, and uh, they played really well. I'm hoping they continue that. But uh, I do have some interest here in Kobe White at 6,300. Uh, when I'm looking at uh, those mid 7K guys, honestly, Kobe White probably jumps them just because he's a whole uh, 1.5K or so cheaper than them, and he has the potential to put up as many 35 or so DK points uh, as those other guys. So honestly, Kobe White's probably my top option when it comes to to mid tier guys. Um, and uh, it's a tough matchup here. I mean, the Knicks, obviously, they like to slow it down, play some good defense. But um, when it comes to the Bulls, I mean, they really don't have anybody else that can create off the dribble. So I got a lot of interest in Kobe White. Uh, the other guy I have is uh, got to be, again, Daniel Tice. We talked about him last week. Uh, he really came through last game. He put up over 50 uh, DK points against the Miami Heat of all teams. Uh, gets another tough matchup here in the Knicks. But, uh, you know, the way the Bulls were playing last game with the interior passing, and they were really utilizing, you know, Vooch and, and people being drawn to Vooch and getting the uh, weak side guy open for, for dunks and, and he was grabbing boards and it was just beautiful to see. Uh, he's just the best the best fit next to Vooch and I, I, I'm seeing the Bulls playing him, you know, 30 minutes or so, which I hope continues because he is uh, the best the best power forward on our roster right now. So uh, 4,600, I'll play him at uh, DraftKings for sure. I just want them to give him power forward eligibility already. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's been a few games. Usually right. they're pretty quick with it, DraftKings. Uh, yeah. They still got him locked in there at center, and that was, that's what makes it a little tough. It's there's always a lot of centers. He's priced up now at forty six, so I I do like him. It's a tough matchup for your Bulls, man. Um, I don't mind Kobe White at sixty three. I hear what you're saying, you know, where you, he has that same upside. This just doesn't feel like it's an upside matchup for me. So like, I wouldn't be shocked if he gets it. It's definitely in the cards. I would just bet against that. This is probably not one of his upside games, but. He's still fully capable of it. The floor is still rock solid. Like you said, he's the only guy that could create off the dribble for this team. He's going to have to facilitate. That whole Sadoransky starting point guard experiment seems to be done with, at least until Zach Levine comes back. But for now, it's Kobe White's team. And, you know, for as good as the Knicks are defensively, it's not like they have one lockdown point guard that they use often. I mean, it's pretty much three to four guys, none of which are very good at defense. I guess maybe quickly might be the best as a rookie uh, alfred payton's always been kind of solid but like he's more of like a guy that performs better for fantasy than real life defense so i'm not really scared off the matchup is what i'm getting at not one of my primary plays but i again one of those guys i won't fault you the only guy i'd probably really look at here would be tice i could see a big game coming from vuk but there's just a lot of other guys i'd rather pay over 10k you uh you ready for some knickerbockers Ready, let's talk about those red-hot nine of the last ten Knickerbockers, man. Those New York Julius Randles. Let's yeah. go. 10-3 Julius Randle. That's what he's coming in at. It's a fantastic match for him. He's a beast. I'm not going to tell you to play him. I'm not going to tell you not to play him. I'm going to tell you I'll have some shares. I'm not going to go overboard. I'll probably be right there with the field for those that multi-enter some tournaments. Maybe a little lower than the field, but... You know, as much as I don't want to pay 10-3 for him, I just see him getting, you know, anywhere between 45 and 55 DK points in this matchup. So I will have some shares, and outside of him, I'll take a, I'll take a stab on maybe a little bit of Nerlens Noel at 44. I want to say play some Derrick Rose, but that's only we only do that if it's in Chicago. And, uh, you know, I feel like I'm kind of chasing at this point as well as he's been playing at 54. He's paying it off night in and night out. I, you know, and it seems like he's going to be their guy going forward. But, ah, man, it feels like a chase. 
Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that one. I've got all three of those guys here on my player pool: Randall, Rose, and, and Noel. I don't, I don't know if I land on them a lot. Um, obviously, I don't like playing people against the Bulls for obvious reasons, but uh, I think Julius Randall. I, I do have some interest there, but yeah, ten three is just, uh, just pricey, man. I don't know. You can you can get somebody for nine k. I'm kind of of the mind the mindset on this slate that uh, you want a bunch of you know mid seven k to eight k guys um, that just are, are going to produce, and I think that's probably the smarter way to go. But if you can fit them in, go for it, man. More power to you. Oh, yeah. More more power forward to you if you can fit them in. <laughs> uh, next game, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. San Antonio Spurs traveling to Miami. Traveling to South Beach, taking on the Heat over here. For the Heat, Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, both questionable. Victor Oladipo ruled out while Gabe Vincent. Why is Gabe Vincent always on the probable or always on the injury report? <laughs> I feel like he's probable every night. Just take him off. We get it. He's playing. Uh, the Spurs, Trey Lyles, Derek White, both ruled out. 208.5 game total. Heat favored by five. Looking at this Spurs team, no Derek White. Pop said it looks like he's going to miss some decent amount of time. We could pretty much expect, I think, Lonnie Walker to kind of slot into that starting role and take the majority of those minutes that he was playing with Patty Mills also getting a nice little slight bump. But... Talk about who you're looking at in this matchup. It's a tough matchup, tough game, but someone's got to hit value. Yeah, you did talk about Lonnie Walker. I do have some interest there. Um, you know, like you said, he's going to get some more minutes. Um, is Can he pop off? Yes. Does he always pop off? No. Uh, it's not something that's set in stone. Uh, it's something that, uh, you know, is possible. So not necessarily my favorite play. He doesn't really do much outside of score uh, when you check the box scores. So, um 3600 though you can't really beat that price tag so uh if there's a value play out there he might be the one because i don't see a whole ton of value on this slate uh the other guy i'm actually looking at which is probably going to say uh what really is is uh hold on hold on i'm gonna get it here Jakob purtle purtle Jakob purtle i got it i got it i did it <laughs> uh yeah purtle power i need uh i need some Jakob here and that's kind of like a, a what against uh, bam out of bio and, and, a, and a really slow paced uh you know heat heat defense but i was watching uh, you know, obviously a couple heat games with the Bulls playing them recently. And uh, if you do want to attack that team, you attack them down low with the with the passing on the interior. So uh, I think Purtle mm, could actually uh, hit some value here. And he's had, uh, I think, four of his last uh, five games here with 30-plus DK points, and he's only 5900 for the price tag. So uh, don't mind it. But like you said, there's a lot of centers on here. So don't know if I land on him a bunch, but I think he's still a solid play. You, you just got to pretend the R's there. Pretend it. And I know I know you don't see it, but it's it's there. It's there. Uh yeah, no, I don't I don't mind looking at Supertle. I don't mind looking at Lonnie Walker at thirty six hundred. I think both those guys are very much in play. And then obviously with, with no Derek White, we could probably expect a little bit more facilitating for DeJounte Murray, pretty much primarily handle that point guard. Uh, but it's a tough matchup. Like I don't, I'm not playing DeRozan, but uh, you know, going forward with Derek White out, he'll handle the ball a little bit more. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to see if his assists, you know, increase by like you know 1.5 per game or so. Uh, same thing with Murray. But in this type of matchup, you know, those guys are a little bit more risky to me. I think that their floors are a little bit lower. Their ceilings might be a little bit lower. Like you know, Murray's ceiling might be closer to like a 40 to 45 point game. In this one, on any other matchup, it might be 50, 55. I kind of like some Patty Mills, though. 3,400. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people go to Lonnie Walker, and rightfully so. But, you know, talking about a guy that could just put up an empty stat line outside of scoring, and there's Patty Mills. So for a GPP pivot, that's that's why I would look at him. You know, I think a lot of people will kind of just forget about him. And he, this is one of those matchups where you just kind of see it being a gritty defensive matchup, one of those games that just goes down to like a 94 to 91 type game. 
And Patty Mills plays in those type of games. Pop plays his guys in those games. So no real merit to it, but that's kind of how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. On the Miami side of the ball, though, Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, both these guys questionable. If they're ruled out, I assume we see a substantial amount of Andre Iguodala at 3,300. That's probably the guy that I would look at for some value. If both those guys are rolled out, they'll just need another facilitator. And, of course, Goran Dragic at 5,400 would pretty much be the lone point guard left on the team. So those would be my two primary options. I don't mind Bam and Butler just paying a premium for them in a matchup where they could easily hit value. But uh, they'd be more or less pivots, and I prefer Butler over Bam. Yeah, I've uh, yeah, I've got Butler on here, and I don't really have anyone else. I'm just not much of a Goran Dragic guy. I like Kendrick Nunn when he's playing. Uh, if you know, if he's playing, but he's possibly not here. Um, don't think I'm playing him anyways, even if he is. So, uh, yeah, I, I think Jimmy Butler is the only one I'd probably go with here, and uh, not super excited about that either. Nah, it's it's, it's a weird game, especially when we the like the last you know three four games they're juicy. Always save the heat for the end. Next game. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. I feel like these two teams have played five times in the past 10 days. Portland Trailblazers traveling to Memphis, taking on the Grizzlies. No injury report for the Blazers on the second half of a back-to-back. And no injury report for the Grizzlies. Surprise, surprise. And guess what? We do have a game total. How does that happen? (laughs) But 235.5. Grizzlies favored by 2.5 in this one. Start off with Portland on the second half of the back-to-back. I'll pass it over to you. Who are we looking at? Give me some Dame Dalla at 9,300. Uh, I've already said that you're probably going to want to spread some wealth, spread out some salaries. So I'm not, not reaching for these guys. But uh, but I'll take some Dame Dalla at 9,300 against the Memphis Grizzlies. He's been uh, pretty much sucking <laughs> the last uh, couple of weeks. And uh, I know for a fact because I've have, I have him on my Roto team. But uh, it, when, when a star is sucking, uh, that's kind of when you want to start to look at them, you know, after a period of time because uh, they're, they're likely to turn it around. And he's still putting up, you know, 30, 40 uh, DK points. So he's still got that 60 point upside. Um, does he do it here? I don't know. Probably not. So uh, not, not reaching for him, but I don't mind rostering him. But the guy I have most interest with on the Portland Trailblazers is Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, 6,800. Uh, he just tore up this team the last two times. Didn't matter if Jonas Valanciunas was in there or not. He, over 50 DK points both games. Um, give me, give me all the Nurk alert, man. Uh, he didn't have to play a whole ton tonight because they were uh, blowing him out. So, uh, he'll be nice and rested. I'll, I'll take him at 6,800 for sure. Yep, me too. That's <laughs> my, uh, that's my favorite center. I've been all over Nurk. Uh, as soon as I saw he's going to play 28 plus minutes again, I don't care who he's playing. Play, give me Nurk. Point per minute monster. He absolutely obliterates Joe Val throughout their careers. It's one of those matchups he just eats, and Joe Val is back. Without Joe Val, where they didn't have him, it was a cakewalk as well. So, yeah, I expect to see myself probably being overweight on Nurkic. He'll probably be fairly chalky knowing that people are going to game log, watch this, and see that. Wait, hold on, wait. You just put up 50 plus, two straight games? Who do you play? Oh, the same team he's playing tonight? Okay. This is the third straight game in a row that they're playing the Grizzlies. I don't think it's going to be a secret that Nurkic will obliterate him. But, hey, might be worth the merit in fading in GPPs for that reason. But it's going to be hard to do. Very, very hard to do. I'm with you on Lillard as well. 9,300, fantastic play. So let me ask you, you know, we, you know what we get paid the, the big bucks for, Keith. Uh, when, when push comes to shove, who do you pay for? Do you pay the 9,300 for a guy like Damian Lillard? Or 9,200 for Anthony Davis? 
I would probably go Anthony Davis just because I like the matchup a little bit more. The Grizzlies are pretty stout on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, they don't get enough credit for it. So, um, you know, that said, uh, don't, I don't think it's at all impossible for Dame to outplay uh, Anthony Davis, but uh, I, I would lean Davis myself. All right. I'm probably there with you. Very close. So comes down to also construction, too. Mm-hmm. How you want to pay up. But on the other side of the ball, Memphis. Only guy I'm really looking at on here. Everybody's starting to get healthy. Actually, there's two guys. Joe Val at 7,900. For everything I said about Nurkic, it's equally as good of a matchup for Joe Val. Uh, basically, these two guys, they don't play a lot of defense against each other. <laughs> they just don't. They basically just say, let's both go for you know 20 and 15 and, and go home. Uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll both just get some nice contracts. Uh, it is what it is for these two guys. Do I prefer Nurkic over him? Absolutely. He's $1,100 less, and I think they have very similar floors and ceilings in this game. Very similar minutes as well. I don't expect Joe Val to play much more than 30. Uh, second half of back, but that's probably it for me. Maybe a little D'Anthony Melton at 3800 but I can only trust him in tournaments. He's a very up-and-down guy, but we know his upside. Yeah, that's definitely true. I don't mind going John Morant. It's 8,200. He's just been on a tear. Um, you know, the Portland Trailblazers aren't necessarily a great defensive team. Uh, going to be a good, nice pace for him. So uh, don't mind it. Not Probably not going to land on it. Uh, there's some seven, mid-7K guys I like more. So uh, he's still in my player pool, but definitely on the fringes. Um, I do like some Dylan Brooks also, 5,400. He's been on a heater, and we know he just chucks up shots left and right. So if he gets a whole bunch of shots and makes them, I uh, don't think he has a problem hitting it. But uh, I know he's not necessarily one of the guys you play a lot. So. So <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're, you're beginning to know me, Keith. Man. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know, I know I, he's not in your player pool. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I never, I never played Dylan Brooks. I don't play Harrison Barnes. I don't play Buddy Heald. There's a, there's a few other guys that I'm, I'm probably missing who I, I probably lost a fair amount of money for not having shares of this season, but yeah, I'll take it off the chin. Anytime they beat me, it is what it is. It's just I, the second I play them and they do bad. I ask myself what's wrong with me. <laughs> All right, man, we'll keep it moving then. Another 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. New Orleans Pelicans traveling to Denver, taking on the Nuggets. For the Nuggets, Will Barton, Monte Morris, Jamal Murray all ruled out. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Josh Hart are ruled out. James Johnson's probable, while Steven Adams is questionable. 228.5 game total. Denver favored by four. Game's going to be very, very popular for DFS. I'll start us off here, man. Looking at this Pelicans team. Very, very simple for me. I have interest in two people. Lonzo Ball and Wancho. Willie Hernan Gomez. Almost the wrong Hernan Gomez. Wrong one. Wrong Hernan Gomez. Wrong Gomez. Uh, Willie Hernan Gomez. Obviously, if Steven Adams is ruled out, he'll probably draw the start. Now, that doesn't mean that he plays 30-plus minutes if James Johnson is ruled ruled, uh, in. But they probably are going to have to throw some size at at Jokic. Uh, You know, not too many seven-footers that they have. James Johnson could probably hold his own for long enough, but they're going to need him. So looking at that price tag, I love going double center. So I can see myself starting off with some Nurkic, some Hernan Gomez. And then Lonzo at 6,500, knowing that this team is very, very thin at point guard. For as much credit as Composo gets, he also gets cooked on every highlight reel I watch that he's <laughs> playing defense. And Lonzo's just been overpaying that price tag ever since he started playing 30-plus minutes again. Past two games, he scored at least 37.5 DK points, 43 in the last one. 6,500 just feels like an absolute home run price tag, and he's probably my favorite point guard on the slate. 
Solid, solid. I don't, uh, I don't have him on my on my player pool, but you might have just convinced me to add him uh, for Lonzo Ball. But I do definitely have uh, Willie Hernan Gomez here, forty two hundred. And like you said, only if Stad- Stephen Adams misses, if Steve Adams is in, I'm probably taking a pass on the Pelicans. To be honest, uh, I don't have a whole lot of interest there. But uh, but maybe I do have having Lonzo Ball now. Maybe you convinced me there. Um, oh yeah, it makes it makes it just so much fun when you run Lonzo back with your with your Jokic at eleven K. Uh, you get the you get both of them potentially triple doubling in this game. You know, it's one thing that I I'm really looking forward to, uh, and that's just segues. Obviously, that's what I was going for. I don't think it was a secret <laughs> right there. Yeah, Jokic, uh, 11K. He's probably my favorite expensive guy to play for on this slate. I prefer him over Westbrook. So yeah, I I could see myself having a fair amount of Jokic. The only problem is I talked about three centers that I really really like, and that's where it comes down to build. So. Uh, in lineups where I don't have Jokic at center, I might just run out some some Nurkic, followed up with uh, you know a little Hernan Gomez if if Adams is out. If Adams is in, my decision is a lot easier, and I think I know which way I'll go. So that's probably all I'm going to look at. Dozier getting a little bit too priced up for me at 5400. Porter Jr. touching on almost 9k now at 8600. I don't want to pay for that, even though he's totally worth it. Kid balling out. Glad that he's finally getting credit for how good of a player he is. He's a future superstar in this league. I think we've been touting that for quite some time. It's no secret. The kids have been getting fouled since he was in high school. But, uh, yeah, he's unbelievable. Uh, and people are saying, why don't you just trade him for a superstar? Well, he is a superstar. You guys just got to wait a couple more games. And now we're finally getting to see it. But that's it, man. Just Jokic. How about yourself? Well, I'll say for the MPJ thing, I'll say asterisk uh, on the offensive side of the ball because his defense is is uh, yeah not not exactly <laughs> that great. But no, he's a he's a fun player to watch for sure. I do have him here on my player pool. Uh, he's on the outskirts, and I have no Jokic on here as well, which is also outskirts. I don't, I just don't have a ton of interest in this Pelicans Nuggets games my Nuggets game myself. I don't you know, fault anybody for playing anybody here, but uh, I probably am going to stay away entirely. Ooh. Unless Stephen Adams is out, then I'm going to play Willie Herman Gomez. I should say that because he's obviously a, a, a pretty chalky play if uh, if Adams is out. <laughs> All right, hey, listen, I can't fault you. Little little caught me off guard. Actually, I, I thought me and you were going to you know be on on the on sync with that or in sync with that game, but that's all right. Sorry, one of I think one of us will be making money. And the Uh-oh. other one won't. Oh. <laughs> I, I, no, 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 no. I'm just joking with you. You'll probably be making the money. Probably be <laughs> my Lonzo Ball shares might end up biting me. But Utah, Utah Jazz traveling to Sacramento. Take it on the Kings. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game for the Jazz. They do not have an injury report. Guess what? For the Kings, we do not have an injury report. For a game total, we do not have a game total. So we'll pass it over to Keith and we'll get our breakdown of this jazz team. Yeah, man, the jazz, I have a lot of interest here because they're going against the Kings. So, uh, you know, the Kings are, are pretty, pretty bad at basketball. So I do have some interest in Mike Conley at 7,600 and Jordan Carson, 6,900 and Joe Inglis at 6,700. Obviously I'm not going to play all three. Uh, if I had to choose one of those guys, it's going to be Mike Conley at 7,600. He's just the, the safer play. And, uh, you know, there's not even a Darren Fox here, uh, for him to have to deal with. So, uh, I love Conley. Um, don't mind Clarkson and Inglis as, as a uh, pivot plays. How about you? Probably just Conley for me. I don't, I don't mind any of these guys. They're just getting a little too priced up. The matchup's absolutely fantastic. You touched on it, and it's the only reason I'd even consider paying these price tags. Uh, but for a lot of the other names, like in comparison's sake that we've talked about, I just don't see myself. Like, I'm not playing Clarkson over Lonzo Ball. Not, you know, 10 out of 10 times I'm playing Lonzo over him. Mm-hmm. Conley, 76. I love the matchup. 
he gets close with Garland for me, you know, but who do I end up playing? I might pivot off of, you know, one another here and there. I think they're both very, very comparable. It's just tough. I mean, you know, maybe for those late game exposures, I can see myself going a little bit more. It's just we're paying a hefty price tag for them. Are they worth it? Absolutely. I just think a couple other guys are worth it as well. So Conley's probably the main guy I'm looking at. He's just going to be their, their driving force without Mitchell, and there's no doubt about it, especially with that big step back he had in that last one. Uh, an um, unbelievable veteran move by him as well. On the King side of the ball, though, there's definitely a little bit more interest to be had over here, knowing that, like you said, there's no deer in Fox. We have to keep an eye on some of these guys on the injury report. Uh, Harrison Barnes left Monday's game due to abductor tightness, something that we're going to have to monitor. Marvin Bagley's expected to return, whether it's this week, end of the week, that we don't know, but he is expected to return. Could very well be this game. So there's some things we have to monitor. But as long as De'Aaron Fox is out, I think we continue to look at guys like DeLon Wright. He only played 22 minutes in that last one, but he played 27 minutes in the one before. Don't mind going back to the well in this one, even though it's a tough matchup. 4,900, definitely somebody I'll look at. Halliburton at 71. It's a tough price tag to pay, although he will be that starting guard. He's going to be handling the ball. He should be playing 35-plus minutes like he had the past two games. Is he worth it? Absolutely. Is it the best matchup? Probably not. So he's pretty much just a GPP pivot for me. Only guy I can really trust uh, in cash or GPP, I guess you could say, would be DeLon Wright. Yeah, I'm 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 looking at this matchup and I'm looking at the price tags and it just I can't make them work. So I actually don't have any interest on the Kings side of the ball. Maybe it's because I'm 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 a Kings hater, but uh, yeah, I, I just uh, maybe Delon Wright, like you said, that's probably the most the most solid play. But I I'm probably not going to go there myself. Kings, yeah, no, it's hard to go to the Kings <laughs> right now, man. Any sort of confidence, they're garbage. Uh. Yeah, oh man, it's it's not good that uh, you know. Apologize for all of our Kings fans. I know we actually have an abundance of them. So I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I they're not bad. Uh, they're playing poorly right now. They're not. You a guys bad... have a lot of young talent. That's fun yes. to watch. That will give you. You know, that's yeah. That's kind of fun to see. Halliburton, I love him. He's good. Buddy Hield, he's trash though. You guys, got to get rid of him. I think we all know that. All right, <laughs> enough of that. Last game, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. L.A. Clippers traveling to Phoenix, taking on the Suns for the Clippers. Wire Leonard is doubtful, while Serge Ibaka and Patrick Beverly are ruled out. Nicholas Batum and Amir Coffey are questionable. For the Suns, Abdul Nader has been ruled out, while Dario Sarge and Jay Crowder are questionable. No game total. No spread. Break down this Clippers team. Got to keep an eye on Paul George. He's not in the injury report. But he did hurt his ankle. He tweaked his ankle a little bit, so... Something he's probably going to be end up playing through. We know Paul George is pretty much a gamer. Um, if he could play, he will play. I think we've watched him play for about two months with zero shoulders. Both shoulders were pretty much gone uh, before he had those surgeries. So he'll play through it. But that's also an issue. You know, paying 10K for a guy in a tough matchup when you know he might be playing slightly hobbled worries me a little bit. Yeah. Kind of, uh, I'm, I'm almost worried about this game in a whole because if you take Paul George out of this equation, we wouldn't even be targeting anybody in this game whatsoever. We pretty much need Paul George to be at 100%, in my opinion, for this game to, you know, I guess really be challenging. So I'm a little worried. Uh, if I can go anywhere, it might be a guy like DeMarcus Cousins. It would be a GPP flyer. Played 25 minutes in that last game. I know the game got out of hand, but they did, they did sign him to the rest of the year. So he's on this team for the rest of the season. Maybe they start taking a little bit of a longer look as long as Serge Ibaka's out. I don't expect him just to, you know, slot in there and take over that starting center role and, you know, be that guy going forward every single day. You know, they still have Zubat, so. But 
if they're going to increase his minutes slightly, if we know Cousins is going to play, let's say, 20 or more, at 4,100, he's definitely in play. But outside of him, I think everybody is, is kind of just – it's going to be dependent on how you game script this. That simple. If you think it stays close, yeah, you could look at Jackson. You could look at Morris. You could look at Paul George. All those guys are very much in play, even Terrence Mann. But I'm just not – you know, a hundred percent percent dead set on thinking that this game stays close right now. I'm not dead set on thinking it blows out or anything like that, but it's just tough for me to have a lot of love for it. Yeah. Yeah. The sun's a uh, part of the pun, but the suns are, are pretty much on fire right now. I don't, I don't know if the Clippers without Kawhi can really, uh, I mean, I think they'll hang in it. I think it'll be competitive, but it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, there's not a lot to like, a lot to like here. I, I've got none written here. I don't have any interest in any of the Clippers. Um, like you said, those guys, those names you mentioned, those are guys that are uh, going to have a role in this on this team. But uh, they're playing the Suns, and uh, the prices just aren't aren't sexy to me. So I'm a pass on the Clippers. No Clippers for me. All right, and then we'll just slide over to the Suns real quick. Make this short. Uh, interest in maybe a little bit here. Uh, I, I don't mind looking at a guy like DeAndre Ayton at 6,700. He played well in this matchup so far this season. I think he's averaging almost 38 DK points in two games against the Clippers. But with that being said, Nurkic's almost the same price tag. So he'd only be a pivot to Nurkic. I prefer Nurkic slightly more, but I like both those guys. I think they're both very much in play. And then I don't mind taking a look at Booker. I prefer him over Paul in this matchup. Not by much, but by $400. Don't think I'll even land on him. But if I had to pick between those two, I'd probably pick Booker. But that's it, man. I, I just don't like a lot here. And I, I guess yep. I guess it's worth noting if, if Sark and Crowder are out, Craig will probably draw the start and be one of those dumpster dive plays if you need them. But uh, it's pretty much going to be chopped up between him and Cam Johnson. Yep. I am uh, pretty much 100% on board with you. I didn't have Booker on here, but I do definitely have some interest in Aiton. But like you said, Nurkic is uh, pretty much a lock for me. So that, that pretty much makes Aiton a, a no-go for most of my lineups. But uh, but yeah, Aiton's a great pivot here. Um Sex, very great, great price tag here, and it's a good, it's a good matchup. So, uh, got some interest there. Well, boom, boom. That that is the dynamite ten game slate down in just about fifty minutes. So, a little time to spare gives us enough time to knock out our player tiers right now, Keith. So, I'm a gentleman. I'll start it off with you. I'll pass it over to you. Who's your expensive guy? So yeah, I've uh, mentioned him a few times, and you know we, we've went back and forth about it. But I've got Anthony Davis here at 9,200. Like I said, he's he's pretty much a lock for me. I uh, know LeBron James there. LeBron James still on the sidelines, so Anthony Davis is the man, and uh, he's going in, in a really nice matchup here against the, the Washington Wizards, who don't really have any presence down low. Uh, you know, he brought up some interesting points about being next to Drummond and how that works, and uh, he hasn't exactly knocked it out of the water. But if he's getting 30 plus minutes, uh, I'm going to go to, to Anthony Davis under 10K pretty much every time. I can't fault you. And listen, I don't want anybody to think like I don't like Anthony Davis on this slate because I said that. Uh, I do. I do yeah, like right. Anthony Davis. <laughs> I think he's in a great spot. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's something that we should probably keep an eye on. It's worth noting. Uh, it's worth monitoring, I guess. Uh, I'll, I'll take the easy cap out here. I'll go with the, a guy over 10K. Uh, you know, I'll go Jokic. I already touched on him. I'm going to play him a whole lot. I love this matchup. Love this game. One I expect to have a fair amount of ownership to. Don't be surprised. And I might as well just segue into my mid-tier, man. It's Lonzo Ball. Uh, at 6,700. So that game, I like both those guys. I can see myself having a fair amount of game stacks with them both. 
and I'll let you say Nurkic now. <laughs> yep. Use a Nurkic. You got to say it. If uh, one of us didn't say it, we'd be, have to be fired. But no, 6,800 for that guy. Uh, toasted oh. the same team twice recently. And uh, yeah, even if Jonas Valanciunas is in, like you said, they toast each other anyway. So Nurk alert, 6,800. Let's do it. Absolutely. I expect those two guys just to be slapping man meat across each other back and <laughs> forth. Just a bunch of uh, what was one's Lithu- Bosnian and Lithuanian, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Why, why not? It's a good guess if it's not right. But yeah. I, I think I'm right on that. All right. We'll go value tier here, man. So we got the value plays. Uh, you know, we, we touched on a few guys, but none that, in my opinion, that were really popping off the page. So I might as well just stay on brand and stick to the same game and just go all three of my plays in that same game. And it's a little bit of a caveat play, so maybe I'll give a little spare one after I let you go. And if it's uh, if Stephen Adams rolled out, Willie Hernan Gomez at 4,200 center value, it's kind of hard to ignore. Pretty much locked into a double-double anytime this guy draws a start. So I'll look towards him. But I'll pass it over to you, and then that allows me enough time to stall and get my backup value play in case <laughs> that doesn't work out. Yeah, I'll I'll actually uh, you know what I'll give the, I'll give the people what they want. I'll give the people a couple plays so you have a little bit more time too. Actually, I like uh, Daniel Tice at forty six hundred for value. It's a little bit uh, priced up for a value play, quote unquote. So uh, that's what I'm going to give two. But uh, but Daniel Tice at forty six hundred. I mean, this dude just put up over fifty DK points in the last game. Uh, I think he's really gelling uh, really nicely with the Bulls team at this point, and uh, you know he's going to benefit from from that Vooch uh, interior game. And uh, I think he's uh, gonna gonna put up value here even at that price tag but the other guy i was gonna think uh, talk about uh who is actually a lot cheaper is isaac okoro 3800 with no sexton just put up his career high um you know i'll, I'll roll with some isaac okoro at that that very miniature price tag there um I mean, the, the Cavaliers just don't really have anybody that's too exciting on the offensive end. So uh, he's going to get some usage and uh, they have tons of bodies out. So Isaac Okoro 3800 is my other guy. All right. Yep, just enough time to stall from it. Yeah, the easy the easy guy I'm noticing that kind of just stands out, I guess. Don't love him, but Lonnie Walker, 3600, he's another value player, like you said, dumpster dive. Oh, I wanted to say uh, I wanted to say Gudala, but we really need to see that Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero both ruled out because that he'll probably have to handle the ball a fair amount. And for some reason, whenever he's forced into 30 plus minutes, people still don't play him. Uh, he's, if he plays 30 plus minutes, he's locked into 20 plus DK points. It's just Andre Iguodala. He's going to get steals. He's going to get a block. He's going to get a couple boards and assists. If he's playing the minutes, he'll get you there. It's it's just the minutes. That's one thing we never know about. All right. That takes us home. So that is it. If you guys have a moment and you'd like to give us a thumbs up, five star rate review, all that good stuff means the world to us. You can find this podcast wherever you find podcasts, Apple podcast that your spotify iHeartRadio, itunes all over the place again subscribe five stars thumbs up leave a nice comment let us know how we're doing uh if you're winning some money if you want to hear something differently if we could be better at something you let us know we'll do our best to make it happen and then if you can follow us on twitter you can find me at mike patria m-i-k-e-a-p-o-t-r-i-a you can find keith at ginsburg beats g1n-s-b-e-r-g B3ATS. That's it, my friend. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? No, man. Just uh, come join us. Get that DFS pass. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. Uh, duh. Shame, 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 shame. <laughs> Contest, Keith. I, I, uh, you know, I messed up on Friday. So we're going to be doing it this today. It's Wednesday. We're going to do a little DFS contest. It's going to be a 25 person. We're not going to bump it to 30 because it's kind of in the middle of the week one. Next Friday, we will do one that is 30. But we're going to do a little one for 25 people. 
Hopefully we can fill it. If it does not fill, it does not go. So if you're listening, you'll see us tweet out that link. Jump in there. Join us. Take on me and Keith. You'll probably see me with a bunch of Lonzo and a bunch of Jokic. You'll probably see Keith with a bunch of better plays than me. And uh, hopefully hopefully you guys can take us both down. Uh, winner of the contest also gets a special prize on top of some money that I will send you. So $5 entry, 25 people, top three payout. Come join us. Come smoke us. It'll be fun. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. Take care. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.